0: ManaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to -to FaceToFaceGames.com. Now, the black
1: cards. Let me just cue up black. Got it. So. Ready? Yeah. Oh, you're already recording. I'm already recording. (laughs) All right, welcome back to Top 8 Magic. Uh, This is the Journey to Nyx set review. Nyx, or Ixnay. And uh, we're going to talk about the black cards now. Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores. Michael J. Flores, tell me about Agent of Erebus 3B for a 2-2 enchantment creature zombie constellation. Whenever Agent of Erebus or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, exile all cards from target player's graveyard.
0: Wow, that's... Just not fast <laughs> enough. Like, if you're gonna make this, a, this is a great ability.
1: Great, I mean, but not for foreign change. It is also the weirdest ability to have constellation. <laughs> you can do this a lot. Yes. Every so often, you're just like, yeah. Hey. Oh, well, I guess actually, the constellation on this is probably a nod to commander. Like, if, you think everything? No, 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 no. I think specifically the reason. Look, this is a weird ability to give constellation to, right? Like, how many times am I gonna need to remove your graveyard during the course of a game?
0: Probably one time.
1: Right. But I can do it multiple times in my constellation magic. Did you ever watch um,
0: the U.S. Nationals final from 2000, Chris Benfield versus John Samuel Finkel?
1: No. Oh, yeah, 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 I have. I have.
0: And, like, there's, like, Randy Bueller's like, why is he cycling that rapid decay? And, like, John cycles the rapid decay, and there's, like, three hammers, (laughs) and... Graveyard. It's like, what's he doing? And I'm like, he yeah, has Yawgmoth. I'm like sitting there I'm like, he yeah, obviously has yogg Yawgmoth's will destroys him. Yeah, once. Once is the answer.
1: Yeah, so... So like, the only reason that this would have Constellation is because you're like, okay, I'm gonna play this on my deck, I'm gonna remove your graveyard. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna remove your graveyard. Mm. You know, I'm saying it's a nod to a multiplayer. It. Like, it seems like a weird ability to put Constellation on in a head-to-head. Uh-uh. I feel
0: like I'm going to have to just, like, gather the word constellation to see if there are Any playable three cards? playable <laughs> cards.
1: Not the uh, Coinsmith's playable Sure, yeah, I agree. Uh, con- aspect of Gorgon, QB <laughs> for an enchantment aura, uh, enchant creature, enchanted creature gets plus one through plus three and has death touch. I know this is the type of card you love to play in Constructed, Mike. Moving on. I love this card.
0: Blood Crazed
1: Hoplite. This might be, like, my favorite... One of my favorite limited cards of this set. Yeah. Yeah. Just 1B uh, one, one for 2-1, Human Soldier in black, so just, like, good stats, reasonable stats. Uh, then it has heroic, whenever you cast a spell, that targets, blood, craze, hoplight, put a plus-one, plus-one counter on it. And then it has, whenever you place a counter on it, you can you have to remove a plus-one, plus-one counter from target creature an opponent controls. Not as a cost, like, but if they have a counter, you have to remove it. It's pretty sweet.
0: Tough for constructed applications.
1: Correct. It gives be pretty good against, I don't know.
0: Arcbound Ravager.
1: Yeah. <coughs>
0: Colonian Hydra.
1: <coughs> sure.
0: This might be a little slow, I guess. Hydra
1: would be like, <laughs> like, uh, that was
0: cute. <laughs> Attack you. Give
1: me one of those. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I'm excited about this card. This is another card that is on my First pick, first pack
0: list. Brain Mago. Uh
1: Bri- no, I was saying the blood crisp. Oh, okay. <laughs> really?
0: You like it that much?
1: <laughs> I mean heroic <clears throat> is phenomenal.
0: But I wouldn't play this in the black grindy, right?
1: Probably not. Probably
0: not. Oh, so I can't go to uh I can't go to the Saturday because 'cause I'm going to uh Natalie Merchant concert. Oh cool. Natalie Merchant and it's like a family she's like I think she's signing a children's book or something. Oh neat. But the first concert I ever went to that I like paid for with my own money or whatever. I, like went with my friends. So now they merchant concert in nineteen ninety four. Which means that I went to my first twenty years ago. Wow. She she must be old. I, I used to like have like a little bit of a crush on her. Do you ever sure. like her? Yeah,
1: she's okay. But I, mean, I like Ten Thousand Maniacs. I never really cared I mean her. like
0: her. Like yeah. not like, you know, like you thought she was a piece or whatever.
1: Yeah, she's okay. I, I liked I liked her stuff with Ten Thousand Maniacs more than I liked oh,
0: yeah, her. Oh, her, her Ten Thousand Maniacs stuff was substantially
1: better, I think, than her solo
0: stuff. But some of her solo stuff. Yeah,
1: it's fine. It's just not my, you know, it's not my taste. Really. You know, I'm much more...
0: Elvis Costello.
1: Elvis Costello and just more, like, just stripped-down punk kind of stuff.
0: I think, so, when I first saw her, it was about, like, one year after Exile and Guyville came out. Yeah. So, um, I'm almost certain I would have preferred her to Exile and Guyville when Exile came out. Then after that, um, some years I've I've seen her live a bunch of times, but not as like a fifty-something year old. Does woman.
1: this tie back to Brain magnet at all?
0: I'm just saying why I can't go to
1: that.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of I'm a little excited. But she's gonna be old now. She's not gonna be.
1: Her voice will be better. She'll be more talented. She'll be a better performer. She'll have better stories. She'll probably not be as hot as she was 20 years ago for your mic.
0: That's really what I was thinking about. Yeah. not okay. really Care about those other things. <laughs>
1: Okay, Brain Maggot. So this is basically Mesmeric Fiend.
0: When Brain Maggot enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals his or her hand. If you choose a non-land card from it, exile that card until Brain Maggot leaves the battlefield. It's really (laughs) Mesmeric Fiend. It's a
1: fixed Mesmeric Fiend.
0: Oh, is this a Sky Games? Sky Games,
1: yeah. You can't, can't, like, astral slide this out and get the card forever.
0: I want to look up Mesmeric Fiend real quick, but not for the reason you probably think.
1: I'm Ms. curious
0: Maric- what reason it is. Or read Mesmeric Fiend. Mesmeric Fiend enters the battlefield, the target opponent reveals his or her. No, it always said said his or her. I was wondering if they went at what point they changed the gender. They've always been
1: pretty good about that for, yeah. for a while. <clears throat> uh, how, how big a card is this gonna I mean, this is obviously It's obviously a playable card, right?
0: Mesmeric Fiend was huge and extended. Back in the
1: day, you
0: know, when you could play Mesmeric Fiend yeah. in extended and that was a
1: form so, <clears throat> how exciting is a card like this with con- can you imagine with con- like if we find good constellation cards <clears throat> like the idea that you get to like trigger constellation and take a card out of their hand in the process seems pretty exciting yeah there's two things going
0: on yeah, I didn't actually appreciate that it was an enchantment a second ago but I think all these things that are enchantments are there's some good stuff going on yeah
1: like that. we just need the pack rat's an enchantment too. what
0: pack an enchantment too no it's
1: not that would uh, be insane. <laughs> that great word enchantment. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, cast into darkness.
0: This is your favorite art use. I love
1: right? this artwork. I mean, it's just gorgeous. <clears throat> is, it, just, is There's no eyes? What's it's just on? like, it's all the whole face is just melting away. It's just really simple. It's just very, like, visually striking. Yeah. Um, the card itself is very unmemorable.
0: Cruel feeding. This is like the opposite of cast into darkness. <clears throat> it's like a... Really shitty art with weird <laughs> arms.
1: So this is Minotaurs with snake monsters for arms. Oh no, cent centaurs. Centaurs. Sorry. Uh, no, so, okay, are you sure maybe they have like
0: Gorgon centaurs? Or maybe like they had
1: a snake? Yeah, I don't even know. So uh this is B for an instant. Uh and it has Strive and the cost on Strive is two B. And then any number of target creatures each get plus one, plus zero, and lifelink until end of turn. Next. So let's keep moving. Uh, Dictate of Erebos. This card seems like it's gotta be powerful.
0: You think? 3
1: BB. <laughs> flash. Whenever you, sac- whenever you a creature you control dies, each opponent sacrifices a creature. You don't think that this is a oh, like, powerful like ability? I think it's Death Pact. Or is grave, it pact. Grave-, grave, grave Pact. Grave Pact? Yeah, Grave Pact.
0: It was never really played and constructed. Sure, it was. What deck?
1: I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't remember at the time, but it was certainly played.
0: Don't think I won a pro tour with it in limited.
1: Well, it was really good in limited. Yeah, it was. really... I mean, it was insane. It's a power. It's a powerful ability.
0: If it's on the battlefield, like
1: you just don't like this because you don't want me killing your prognostic Sphinx. Just fess up.
0: That didn't even occur to me. This costs five mana. Flash. Yeah. If you want to invest five mana, then you get to kill my prognostic sphinx. I think that I think that's only fit. Well here
1: but here's the thing. Now picture this. We were we have some kind of board. I play my desecration demon. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back and forth. I pass the turn back to you a turn later. You go diabolic edict me, or you do something, or you reprisal it. Yeah. don't oh, know, reprisal work, because that's exile, I think, but you do something to kill my creature, you murder it. Yeah. And in response, I flash in Dictate of Erebos.
0: I end up sacking a token,
1: or you end up sacking your prognostic sphinx. You
0: big dumb. In my murder deck.
1: Yeah, shut up! You're playing. you blue black now. This you're not st- even paying attention.
0: This card stinks. Stinks,
1: stinks? This card stinks. I, I it's not powerful. Like it's not powerful. Effect it's, on the board. It's powerful
0: if your opponent has good creatures, and you have crappy creatures. Right. And if you're just playing... It's a, but it's
1: something you can build around.
0: But if you're just playing straight like, you're just behind.
1: Yeah, but, like, think about all the other dictates.
0: Like, yeah, the white one was okay. The white
1: one's okay, but the blue one... The blue one's okay. The blue one and the green one both, and What's the red green one, one? We'll, we'll get, it's a mana flare, but they both affect both players. Yeah. Like, the idea is that this one and the white one are the ones that really only affect you. Like, positively. They negatively affect your opponent.
0: So you want to keep this one?
1: I think it's Go gonna... ahead and
0: keep it. Nix, Nix away. You're not gonna have a huge amount of black cards, so
1: <laughs> there you go. Alright, Doomwake Giant. Ah, Constellation! Alright. It's got decent stats. This card might actually be good. So 4B for a rare. Enchantment Creature Giant 4-6. So 4-6 for 5 is not horrendous. Not horrendous. But we also get another ability. Whenever Doom Lake Giant or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, creatures your opponent's control get minus one, minus one until end of
0: turn. It's not that exciting, but it's gotta be on the
1: playable stack. It's gotta be playable. Like and again, think about like some situation where we're gonna go off and do like enchantressy stuff and play like three enchantments in a turn and draw cards and do other things. Like, but yeah, it's gotta be in the playable stack, <clears throat> right? It's I, I would be shocked if it's ever more than a one of. Really? Yeah.
0: I disagree. I think really? if you have two of them in play, then oh, it's if actually you have two. Doing it's kind of gross. Yeah,
1: it just seems like your deck's going to want to do all this other stuff. I don't love the art on this card, even though it's Kev Walker. I like that art.
0: So if I have a Doomweight, champion, oh, I like it better now. When you made it big, yeah. If I if I have this guy and then I play like a Clone Effect, right? Yep. Or like a uh, what, what's the name of it? You, you, u Scribe card. Faded infatuation. infatuation. Does that count as a constellation trigger?
1: Yes. Yes, because right? it comes into play as okay. an enchantment.
0: I think this card's okay. okay. And, and we're, we're desperate for playable constellations. So yeah,
1: De- Dreadbringer Lampads four B for another constellation. four two power and toughness. It's a uh, common. So <clears throat> and uh, whenever it or another enchantment enters the battlefield, target creature gains intimidate until
0: well, at least extinguish all of hope is in the playable pile. So playable them. pile,
1: or the very playable pile.
0: I you think know. playable pile.
1: Six mana is a lot. Like again, I'm assuming you're playing this deck that you're going to be playing some things that are ramping your mana, or you're going to be playing like um, you're going to be playing certainly Corsair of Crowfix and
0: Corsair <coughs> of Crowfix would live through this, right? Correct.
1: You're going to be doing stuff that's going to make your mana more consistent. You're going to be playing like fertile ground type effects to whatever extent those are available. And it's, you know, destroy all enchantment creatures. I I, I didn't even think Hold about that.
0: I just features. assumed it was like kind of a weird wrath It costs six, but this is actually you a possible card. You are just going
1: to lopside the hell out of this card.
0: But other people are going to play cards like Corsair of Crucifix. They're going to have enchantment
1: creatures. Sure. And you, you get the sideboard, you get to like run murder or other things in your deck too, you get to pick and choose stuff. I'm saying we can nix it. I'm not yeah. Saying we n- we mixed it, it. Uh,
0: but nix in like the opposite
1: of what nix actually what means. Nix means. Yeah. Uh, Feast of Dreams. This card's just very good. One uh, B. Instant destroy target enchant destroy target enchanted creature or enchantment creature.
0: So it terrors courser trophics. Correct. But it also tears anybody who's wearing an enchantment. Correct. What a weird card
1: it is a weird card
0: i can't i don't think you could really play it main deck
1: but it's gonna get played main deck no but i'm saying it's gonna get played it's a sideboard card right and you know
0: I, I bet you this card's really good on block i remember well, i played just
1: think of also think about like we're talking about constellation decks yeah. like with of blossoms and this stupid Doomwake giant and like you want to just kill these things i played right? a I i like think it's a Doomblade that doesn't care about color
0: i played hisoka's defiance main deck when yeah i won a ptq once and. That just counters only arcanes, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I man.
0: I played like three or four of them main deck. Yeah. I think this is like basically the equivalent. That you know, was a block, block construction yeah. format.
1: Felhide Petrifier. 2B for a 2 3 Minotaur. Death Touch. Other Minotaur creatures you control have Death Touch.
0: Well, you, you love your Minotaurs.
1: I do love my Minotaurs, but they've been pretty bad.
0: <laughs> this is like Beast from Beauty and
1: the Beast. Yes.
0: And that's about all I can say about him.
1: Yeah. Moving on. All right, so Font of Return. This card's pretty... uh, This is another one of the fonts, so Trigger's Constellation, does all all sorts of other fun stuff. 1B uh, Enchantment. 3B Sacrifice Font of Return. Return up to three target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand.
0: It's absurdly expensive. It's
1: expensive, but where this card is going to really shine is in your Black, White, Grandy, Sealed deck. Yeah? Yeah. Because you're going to be trading, like, you're going to be trading creatures, you have, so you're going to get, you're going to use this to get back your Dreamfinder Griffin and two other creatures, and then you're going to play your Dreamfinder Griffin, grind the and Jesus you're going to get this card Yeah.
0: I hope I draw all
1: my lands. That's... <laughs> but you're playing 22 of them.
0: Is that really no, you? No, no, Is it like an 18 land deck? It's probably an
1: 18 land deck, yeah, it depends. Uh, Gnarled Scarhide. I
0: think this is probably the best black card.
1: This card's really, it's really good. good. You know, many many obvious statements were made when this card was spoiled. Like, this card's going to be really good in black aggro decks. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: this card's just, like, better than the card... I mean, do you just play this as a third guy? One of the reasons that the black aggro deck is so good is because it's got, like, 12 one-drops. Right. You've got, like, Rakdos Cackler as well as um, Tormented Hero. I mean, is this I, card better
1: than Tormented Hero?
0: I want to say yes, I mean, like, I win a lot of games by like enchanting tormented heroes. Sure, well, so this, like, you can
1: enchant tormented heroes. Yeah, that's with what I'm this. Saying. I think
0: you want to play them together. I think it might be better than Ragnarok. None of them block. I mean, tormented Heroes comes and plays tapped. Yeah, like that. That the best card in that deck is thrill kill assassin. So,
1: but we we agree
0: that uh... it's just a good card. I mean, I don't know. So if you don't know what it is, Gnarled Scarhide... Oh, yeah, we should probably tell people. It's B for a 2-1. Gnarled Scarhide can't block. Or it's also Bestow for 3-B. Enchant creature gets a plus 2, plus 1, and can't block. So you you can just think to yourself, hey, that's a 2-power 1-drop creature. It's a lot like Rakdos Cackler. Right. But it has some upside elsewhere.
1: And, and, And also, I mean, just imagine some scenario where you're... Trying to get past like the zero five, you know, fleece guy, mm-hmm. you know, and you just need one last attack to get through, and he's blocked. You can also you can also bestow this onto that. Oh yeah. And you can make sure that so their creatures can't block.
0: I hadn't thought. I mean, that's
1: that. a weird thing. Like that. Yeah. I don't know how often that's going to come up in standard, but it could come up. Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. sure someone will win like a PZG. <laughs> so. oh,
1: yeah. All
0: right. I, it's a good card. I, I think that's my probably my favorite black card.
1: Uh, Grim Guardian. So this is another constellation card. I so see this card's a little more interesting. To
0: it's me. got good art. So for I think
1: com- this might be the best common constellation card we've seen. Two B for a one four, and then it's constellation. Whenever Grim Guardian or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life. That's a good ability. That's a really powerful ability. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. So, assuming that there's some like engine you could you yeah, know,
0: I'm, I'm down in terms of it, if we're playing constellation decks, this this could have okay. some text.
1: What do you think about King Makar the Gold Curse? I, I wanted this to be better. Two BB for a two three. He's so small. A legendary human. Inspired, whenever he becomes untapped, you may exile target creature. If you do, put a colorless artifact token named Gold, Gold. into the onto the battlefield. It has sacrificed this artifact and one man of any color amount of pool. This card seems like imminently nextable to me.
0: Really, it's small, a little bit expensive. Um, I don't know. I I don't find it. You think it'll
1: never get played?
0: Uh, not in, not in standard. Has
1: anyone played Springleaf Drum at all?
0: Yeah, I played against Springleaf Drum in. uh... Uh, black Blue Heroic. And yeah. He was just using it to use his Pain Seer. Right. Wasn't um, really doing anything else.
1: I could see this be going right into that deck, possibly. <clears throat> it's pretty. Actually, within the Blue Black Heroic deck, don't you have like hidden strings to untap yes. stuff? So you could like tap this for mana and then hidden strings to untap it and then remove their creature so you can clear a path <laughs> to attack? In. Yeah. In.
0: Okay, it's...
1: I don't think so.
0: No? I don't like it. So, Master of the Feast, what do you think about this card?
1: Uh, oh boy. I'm, I don't like this card. I don't like it either. Drew Levin like, thinks it's great. I, I don't... Did you ever lose to Lucky Jin?
0: Never once. Not
1: <laughs> once. Like, I get to draw two cards. That was turn.
0: my preview article. I yeah. called it Lucky Gin.
1: Yeah, like...
0: It's like Five five instead of four four. I've never lost Lucky Jin, <laughs> like not one time. And Becker and Dave Williams both wanted Lucky Gen to be so. Remember? Yes. They would be do. like they this would play Tangle be... Wire decks. They play Rising Water decks. I'm just like, well, maybe if we can take away all their mana. Like, dude, you just I just drew freaking hundred cards. How am I like, not going to get out like, of you're this? You're going
1: to win with this sometimes, but like, you you play this on turn three.
0: How's this unlimited? You play this on turn three, unlimited. You just kill them sometimes I like, think you probably
1: I think you, you're probably gonna play this in limited
0: it like you yeah, have right. to this is this a five five flyer. like in limited the they could draw is, three extra cards and they just have't no answer you,
1: you're even more likely to main deck your enchantment removal right now in limited because there's so much more enchantments yeah. This sat and constellation is so much like has such a bigger reach throughout the game that you're always i mean you should always start that stuff anyway in limited like I don't know. Like they're just like digging to, to, to cards. A turn is
0: a lot. Oh my! Getting this guy passivism just, just yeah. Or I could just really take a couple
1: hits. i oh, like, oh, drew two cards. I'll play this flyer to block. Draw two cards. Do the Oh, it's dead now. Or pacify it. Or oh,
0: pacifying it.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what I would do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't.
0: You're I, not keeping it.
1: I'm not keeping this card. I'm gonna keep it. You're gonna keep yeah. it.
0: I hate yeah. it, but
1: <laughs> <keep> it. <laughs> I hate it too. Um, Nightmarish End. 2B for an instant. Or not 2 be. Yeah, two, yeah two, well, target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn where X is the number of cards in your hand.
0: This card stinks. does? I mean, the fact that you're putting this card on the stack. Like, what if you're, like, in top deck mode and you draw this and you just have... Put it's on, pretty stinky. It's just terrible. just know. Okay. Neeks Infusion.
1: Oh, this is going to be a really tricky card to... Going the Nyx or Ixnay or Nyx, <laughs> What Nyx, no? Nyx, Nyx. <laughs> um, two B for an enchantment aura. So this is another one of those cards that's depending on whether the creature is enchantment creature or not, it yeah. changes. So uh kind of like what was the what was the human based card like this? It was like pacifism on a non human, and then it was like plus two, plus two on a human. Yeah,
0: yeah, like hands of binding. It? It's something like something.
1: that. So this is uh enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets Plus two, plus two, as long as it's an enchantment, otherwise it gets minus two, minus two.
0: Um, it costs too much mana to play construct
1: Constructed. Okay. Alright, so we will Ixnay. Uh, Farik is chosen. By the way, that's probably a fine card for your black, white,
0: grindy deck. Yeah, just one... one, one Death
1: Touch? Yeah, 1-1 one, one Death Touch is so good in this format. Like, Sedge Scorpion, which is like the green version of yeah. this, just... That guy is just really good. Uh, returned Reveler. Uh, 1B, uh, when Return Reveler dies, each player puts top three. Whatever. <laughs> God, whatever.
0: Uh, Slut ever.
1: R- Ritual of the Returned. 3B, instant. Exile target creature card from your graveyard. Put a black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. With its power and toughness, or its power is equal to that card's power, and its toughness is equal to that card's toughness.
0: So it's like a Lurgoi? It's like a weird instant?
1: reanimate slash...
0: For your graveyard, put a black zombie creature. Yeah. I feel like this should be playable. It's, it's four mana?
1: Yeah, and it's an instant.
0: It's a trick, right? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Hi. How, how are you? Hello. Hi. Seems very quiet. We're recording. recording. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean to interrupt you. All of Canada <laughs> is like, who's this lady? <laughs> I'm sorry. The <laughs> whole country of Canada right now is just like, why is she interrupting like, the black review? Like,
1: Girls have cooties. <laughs> sorry.
0: Are you gonna put it on the TV? Now we're, recording?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done. Um, do you like this card?
0: I think so. Do you do I, I you not like I it?
1: I don't like it. I mean it's fine. What are you gonna what are you going get? What's the best, what's the thing? What are you gonna get? A six six? Like oh, what, Excels- what creature are you putting into your graveyard? Exile
0: Excels- target creature card from your graveyard. Put a black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. It's power and toughness equal to that card's power and toughness. Oh, I thought it was all the card creatures. No,
1: no, no. No, yeah, no, okay. I don't like
0: it. Never okay. mind. Okay.
1: Hulk, I'm sure you don't care for at all.
0: Two five for four. Two
1: five vanilla. Um it's about,
0: a, it's about as good as the name.
1: How about silence the blue?
0: It looks at first I thought he was like riding some sort of animal, but now I realize that he's Slicing the throat of a satyr. Yeah.
1: What do you th- What do you think about this? So this card? it's
0: two BB for an instant. Exile any number of target creatures and all auras attached to them. Strive to be. It's a good card.
1: Yes, yeah, card's really good.
0: It's similar to sever the bloodline. Yes,
1: yeah. that's a gr- that's a great uh, comparison. I think.
0: So like, highly resilient creatures will sometimes still die to this, and all their auras. Right spiteful blow
1: <laughs>
0: isn't it funny that the name of this card is spiteful blow and that so, doesn't that look kind of like a weird shaped cock like
1: <laughs> no like,
0: like the, the bridge of the hand is no. just like the nuts
1: Some, sometimes a god's ironclad fist is just an ironclad fist Mike
0: <laughs> smashing the ground <laughs> yes on a card named blow
1: yeah
0: yes Canada I would like you to write in the comments whether or not spiteful <laughs> blow looks like a cock
1: this is why we don't... You're like, the, you're like a Mogwai. This is why we don't <laughs> podcast after 10pm normally.
0: Um, my children are at least asleep for yes, this part. Yes. Yeah. They um, were very good, by the way. They were. Not only... They were just... I'll tell you later. They were just excellent, <laughs> both of them.
1: Um, so, no on this card.
0: Destroy target creature and target land. You know, back in the day, that costs Black five. Red 4.
1: Yeah, it costs 5 converted.
0: No, Black Red 4.
1: Oh, did it? Or yeah. Was- it was... Okay. uh oh, right, right, right.
0: Plague Spores? Right.
1: So, probably play, very playable and limited.
0: It must be super playable and limited. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, do you think this is never playable? like Don't you think it'd be good against like some weird Conley Woods deck that's like getting a bunch of extra lands and yeah, different colors? You could play any
1: weird card. That's the thing about it. People don't realize like, if you're playing against Conley Woods, you could just, just sideboard anything I mean, How
0: long has them? it been since we played Conley Woods i Have you ever played Conley Woods game with actual Conley Woods?
1: <laughs> no. I... Um, More fun, I think. Or you know just it. To, like
0: name three cards, and he's like, "Well, obviously, this is what you would do." <laughs> just, like, he starts with like, "Obviously," What we really want He like he starts naming cards like an artifact that puts into play, like token artifacts that you would have to sacrifice to make different colors fun. It's like, well, you would start with this. <laughs> it's like, and I'm like, this is like rehearsed." And he's like, "Yeah, I've been thinking about those three cards together."
1: <laughs> I'm like, "No, you haven't." That's a lie. <laughs> it's like no, I was thinking about it. Um, what do you think about squelching leeches?
0: I don't think it's not as interesting as confluence. <laughs> all right, so yeah. squelching leeches' power and toughness are equal to the number of swamps. It seems all right. It seems fine.
1: B like.
0: I mean, like if you like, it's gotta be
1: mono black.
0: It's like you feel like six swamps to play, isn't it spectacular?
1: Sure, but then it's a six drop. Like, don't
0: you have? That's a four drop.
1: I it's understand, a six, but six. don't you have to? Of Don't you have to evaluate this as, you know, when you're playing it on turn 4?
0: So it's like a 2-2 because I have a temple and a mutafault? <laughs>
1: exactly. Vault? Yeah, it stinks.
0: Uh, you can just tell because it's uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> if it were sweet, they would have made it mythic rare.
1: Thought render, Lamia. 4 BB for an enchantment creature with constellation. Constellation! Uh, whenever Larnia or another enchantment enters a bad under control, each opponent discards a card. But it costs 6... So they already have no cards in hand.
0: seems like powerful-ish. Do they really just not want to have the Constellation cards be any good?
1: Well, there's a couple coming up, I think. Just not in black here. I mean, the Doomwick Giant show, I think really good. I think that card's powerful.
0: It's not really good. I think it might it's be like, very...
1: Uh, I, I, it's, it's been going up in my estimation as we've been talking.
0: It's costed at a point where you might actually play it.
1: Right.
0: Right? That's not yeah. really good.
1: Uh, tormented Thoughts, To be. Uh, as an additional cost to cast Torment of to Thought, sacrifice the creature. Target player discards a number of cards equal to sacrifice creature's power? As
0: an additional cost to ca- sacrifice... Is that really powerful?
1: I don't know. Like, the like, what's the most... like? You don't want to cast this Look card.
0: at 6-7 Tarmogoyf on the second turn. You just cast this thing.
1: And just take their hand away?
0: Yeah, it's like two cards for X cards, right?
1: Yeah. Like, it's always going to be two for two. Like, you're never going to... The creature you're going to sacrifice is generally going to be, like, a two-power creature. Probably not.
0: I mean, it's, it's so conditional. Right? It's additional cost. Like, what if they counter it? Ugh. It's horrible.
1: Ugh.
0: Yeah, it's just not good. Worst Fears, though, I like so much.
1: Yeah. Nate Holt has been threatening... has been trolling me with this card. He's like, I'm just going to build decks that let me play Worst Fears against Brian. He just wants to control my turns.
0: Um, If you play it with... uh, What's the guy's name? The RR2 with Tribute, Oracle of Bones. Yeah. This is not penetrating your head yet?
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah. They have to let that guy be a 5-3 if they have any...
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking about... You know, this card costs only one more than Cruel Ultimatum. Couldn't you make a red-blue-black deck with, like, Oracle of Bones, this, and then just, like... Good red, blue, and black cards that there's are, like also, there's also removals a, and card drawing. There's also
1: a green mana flare that has flash. Yeah. So, like, at five, it's, like, five mana, but you could, like, flash it in on tap and cast this.
0: I mean, I think you can just play it, like, cruel ultimatum. Cast cruel
1: ultimatums. It's not... I think we agree that this is, this is certainly going to be a playable card. I expect to see people playing this at the Pro Tour.
0: But it's a highly you, playable
1: card. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's go through the black. This is our third one, right? Yes. So if we want to do five, we can either... You want to do red and green separately? I think we just do gold in one of them. We want to okay. do gold in this one. Okay. This, is, well, this one's 30 minutes. We can yeah. do gold.
1: Let's look at what we kept here. We kept Brain Maggot.
0: Yeah, let's look okay.
1: Uh, of Erebus, which you don't, don't like. I don't like that going at all. Uh, Doomwake Giant. With Only
0: in the, Consolation. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. Uh, Extinguish All Hope, I think maybe went up a little in your estimation. Yeah, you I think it's a it. good card. This seems like a very
0: Michael J. card. Your estimation of the cards that I like, whatever card kills a bunch of creatures, that's the one you think I like.
1: But it also has to cost six.
0: <laughs> like, my favorite kinds of cards are, like, prognostic sphinx, honestly. There's a sweet card I can tap out for that has a high likelihood of not dying, and then will help me win the game. Sure. Uh,
1: Feast of Dreams...
0: That's the weird terror. The
1: weird, the very, very conditional terror.
0: That's a highly playable on block, at the very
1: least. No, no, old Scar-Hide. I think we both I, think it might be the best I
0: think card. it might be the best black card. It's it's tough.
1: Grim Guardian.
0: In Constellation. Yeah.
1: King Massar, you don't care for it. I think it might be playable. I think that blue-black, I think very specifically in the blue-black heroic deck you've been describing, yeah. that you played against, I think that this card might be excellent.
0: If you needed, like, a a cosign for, for a... For Elise, I would not co sign this one. No. It doesn't matter how many permanents you're gilding to pay me back. I'm not, right. I'm not getting in on this one. I
1: like it. Master of Feast, like, how did we both? I, I yeah.
0: don't like it, but I mean, I you think know you know have to gonna, keep it. Like, you
1: know, people are going to play it. I think it.
0: they're going to play it.
1: I hate it. Silence of the Believers, excellent card. Excellent card. Just kills. I mean, probably like. Fruit. Just kills any creature. You play like.
0: Maybe one or two main decks. probably mostly a sideboard card.
1: And then uh, worst fears.
0: I think that's my second favorite black card after, after the two one guy who uh, can't walk. It it's
1: gonna feel so bad when you lose to this card.
0: Really? If you lose to an eight, I think you just respect the fact that you lost to an eight.
1: No, I just don't like. I just don't like the idea of my opponent just taking my turn.
0: All right, what do you want to do? Red, green, or gold?
1: Uh, I'm good with whatever.
0: Or we what just so this is the third one, right? Yeah. But the blue one is really short. So, um...
1: I'm cutting this off.
0: Hold on. Um. You're brave. You're brave that we're not going to lose enough <laughs> recording. I'm I'm just still I going. figured out how to
1: make sure I don't lose them. Okay. Uh, I can also, I can also do one, I can also wrap these up Monday or Saturday. Well, you know, Saturday you're doing stuff.
0: Well, um, let's do, well, let's do this. Let's just do gold with this one. Okay. And then we'll do red and green next week or something. Okay. Perfect. That's plenty. All right, so...
1: Hold um,
0: on, oh, let me get to gold. I almost did on my screen. All right, so I'm just going to keep going on this one. I didn't stop the recording. Okay.
1: All right. More topic magic. We talked to you in our Journey into Nick's set review, and uh, we're going to talk about gold cards Michael J. Flores, Brian David Marshall. First card, it's this. How do you feel about it, Johnny? Mentor of Heroes. Are you in or out?
0: Obviously it has the infinite combo that we talked about in the blue section. Yes. And this is not the kind of card that, especially not the kind of Planeswalker that resonates with me as a player.
1: So abilities, it's three GW uh, cast. It's a mythic. Comes in with four loyalty. Plus one, distribute three counters among one, two, or three target creatures you control. So you already have to have a creature in play. Yeah. to use that. Uh, another plus one ability, look at the top It's four Among, cards.
0: right? It's not up to Among? Among. Yes, one, you have two, to. You
1: have to have one, yeah. two, or three darker creatures. Uh, look at the top four cards of your library, and you can uh, you can take a an aura creature or planeswalker card and put it in your hand, and then put the rest on the bottom of your library. And then minus eight, you gain a hundred.
0: So, the second ability is obviously the Cadillac of the three abilities. The first one is highly conditional. Sure. And the third one is like, I think only Tybalt has a worse ultimate than this.
1: Getting a hundred life is pretty exciting. It doesn't
0: win the game. It really doesn't win the game. Like no, it doesn't no beat sir. Jace the Mind Sculptor. Sure. I'm sorry, it doesn't beat uh, Jace's five, right?
1: Right. It doesn't beat
0: any Jace.
1: You could lose to <laughs> Jace
0: Architect of Thought with it having gained hundred life. Sure. It's. I don't know. It's just.
1: I, it, the 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 problem is obviously it costs five. It's a which huge, is which is huge
0: amount of mana for a. And
1: the problem. turn it comes into play, it does nothing to protect itself.
0: Like, compare this to other playable fives, Gideon. I mean, like so, Jace Memory adept is only in decks after sideboarding against yeah, yeah, yeah. non-offensive decks. So it's not, it's not an apt comparison, but Gideon is like so different from this. What other playable fives are there?
1: Uh, I mean, there's been Liliana out of five. Not really playable. Uh, there's been Elspeth five. Which one? Was, El- was Elspeth only four and six? There's an Elspeth five.
0: You so saw that one. That one, Wrath's right, and yeah. then you make tokens though. Still, yeah, yeah. All the Elspists make tokens.
1: Yeah, it, it,
0: this is this is not a good five Monoplaneswalker. planeswalker. It like it's a combo piece. So that combo deck we talked about in the blue section, but it's just I mean, you can't not nix it. Right. But it's this is like godsend territory. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. Uh, how do you feel about Athrios God of Passage?
0: I like this one. And I...
1: One white B, one WB for a five-four, legendary enchantment creature, God, mythic. It's indestructible uh, as long as your devotion to black and white is less than seven, etc. And then whenever another creature you own dies, return it to your hand, and last target opponent pays three life.
0: I like this one, and in fact, I like it so much. I was wondering if. It could have like replacement value over Erebos or some other god in black devotion based decks. Okay. Um, you know, it gives you kind of a source of card advantage. So it 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 almost feels to me like it does double duty with um, Whip of Erebos, maybe. Sure. Kind of how how it works. It's obviously different, right? You're not using Whip to set up Obsidat, right? Like right. you would in that in that case, but. Um. It has a similar... I think there's like an interestingly similar redundancy with Obzidat. Uh And also... You know, you're just always getting something. Right. Right? Like, whether whether it's card advantage or your opponent having to pay life. Uh, and obviously, it's, it's not an overwhelmingly powerful god, but also it also only costs three mana.
1: Well, also, if you look, you know, like we talked about the, uh, the black uh, constellation card that... Uh, the Grim Guardian, which is draining life whenever time an enchantment yep. comes into the play. Uh, there's another, the Coinsmith is a card we're going to talk about in a couple minutes. That's also draining life. So, like, you can really exert some pressure on your opponent's life total. So that it makes it very, very hard for them to... Do,
0: do you like those one?
1: I, I do. I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah, it's not
0: obviously super I think, powerful. I, mean, I don't
1: think it's hard to turn on. Seven's I, a lot. Seven's a lot, but I think you can do it. And the thing is, if you do turn it on... And your opponent... Like, how is your opponent turning it off? Killing your creatures? Uh,
0: do you think this is a mostly a black card or a white card?
1: So, you could... So, like, the question is, are you saying, is it a Night veil vale Spectre card or a Boros... Uh, I'm a saying, Boros Reckoner card? I'm saying,
0: do you see this card in Mono Black Devotion or in a White Weenie variant?
1: I think I might see it in a like new white black, like maybe the same. A thing. white black I'm deck. i saying, oh, I'm fancy. Saying, is, there, is, there a, is there a new deck that you could play this in, maybe. or even an asper colored deck? Maybe.
0: Um, des-
1: uh, we definitely are keeping it. definitely keeping up. it. Yeah,
0: I, 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 I'm, I'm wondering where it goes. Desperate stand, RW, sorcery,
1: Stride. <laughs> All right, we're almost done. I, I, that woman I don't know who it is well, I don't know why she's talking people about. always talk to us in the street when we podcast I know it's
0: weird <laughs> the kids were better behaved than whoever this woman is who came home uh,
1: <laughs> so uh, Desperate Stand costs Red White more to cast each, each target beyond the first and then tar- any number of target creatures get plus two plus zero first strike and vigilance until end the turn Pass. Pass, yeah. Disciple of Deceit. Blue, black, one, three. I like the cost on this, at least. Yeah, inspired. Whenever Disciple Is that a Deceit...
0: chick or a dude? It's a chick, right? Yeah. But whenever Disciple of
1: Deceit Well, it's a Disciple of Deceit, so who knows? Oh, yeah. Whenever, whenever Disciple of Deceit becomes untapped, you may discard a non-land card. If you do, search your library for a card with the same converted mana cost as that card. So this lets you just transmute any non-land in your hand if you untap it.
0: You know what would have been an interesting card? If it just had that ability without Inspired. You could just discard a card you, and transmute. Well, you, you,
1: you, there's got to be some cost <laughs> to doing that. It's a free transmute. <laughs> yeah, this is a very powerful How insane ability. would that
0: card be? Like, What if you had like all cards that cost two? You're just like, Brr, here's my graveyard.
1: <laughs> this, card, this card's very powerful.
0: Um getting your one three through how many times do you think you can get it through
1: once? I mean if you get it through once you just go find whatever card you want. You can start chaining removal spells probably.
0: No, you're not chaining it. She doesn't get you more cards.
1: Fair. You'll still get to draw a card each turn.
0: I think this is a probably a playable card in uh I I mean do you play it next to Painseer? Like these two guys really want to get in, right? Yeah. Painseer can hook you up.
1: I mean again also like what if, i mean in like the puppets and the hidden strings yeah blue black deck like the ability to go find your key cards and, and ages of,
0: of fates can also clear the way right Your yeah. guys are just gonna get in yeah okay fleet feather cock attris flash for five mana three three flying death touch monstrosity three for seven mana yawn next
1: uh so people seem unimpressed by Iroas Got a Victory. Yeah, I, th- I think this card's really good. Like, I am I crazy?
0: I don't like it that much. You don't
1: like this card at all. Two RW for a seven-four indestructible, uh, seven you know seven red white pips, and it isn't. It becomes a creature. Creatures you control can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. So Goblin War Drums prevent all damage that would be dealt to attacking creatures you control.
0: So Frontline Medic.
1: Yeah. This card just seems excellent to me. For four? For four. I'm, saving. It's, I mean, it's I'm, I'm telling saved. you right now, I'm saving
0: it. It's saved. All these cards are saves, but like... Like, Karanos, God of Storms. Are you a huge fan of this one?
1: I love this card.
0: Yeah? Yeah. We, we've had long conversations about Karanos, God of Storms, not on the podcast. And not even on a podcast that we accidentally deleted. <laughs> um, I, I I don't like it that much.
1: Okay.
0: If it had Flash, I could get behind it.
1: Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> it goes without saying.
0: Uh, you don't want to discuss it. you are like yeah, kind of flipping ahead here.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just seems pretty. It just seems solid to me. So it's
0: a six-five for five, right? right. Three U R, indestructible. You know, seven red and blue pips. Its ability is reveal the first card you draw on each of your turns. Whenever you reveal a land card this way, draw a card. Whenever you reveal a non-land card this way. Karanos deals 3 damage to target creature or player. There's no question that if you're given 7 unchecked turns with Karanos that you're likely to have a substantial advantage over your opponent. Also costs 5. Um, but I feel like there's just other things you could do for this amount of mana that will be more telling in the game.
1: You don't think you're going to face this in standard?
0: No, not in the match I'm going to lose. That's
1: not... <laughs> okay. Seriously. What about Crufix? Got a horizons
0: i mean i could actually i think kyranos is playable
1: yeah
0: i'm just not that impressed by it i think crufic is just bleh,
1: vomit i i don't love graphics
0: which is shocking to me this is exactly the kind of card you would normally love i mean
1: i'm gonna play it in commander It's always. Your i mean that's what i'm gonna do I'm gonna, i have a blue green commander deck i'm gonna play it in commander i'm not gonna, are
0: gods eligible commanders yes because they're legendary creatures yeah, yeah. So, Crawfix is a three GU, indestructible.
1: You have no minimum hands, maximum hand size, which yeah. is fine. Uh, and then, if unused mana would empty from your mana pool, that mana becomes colorless instead, so it's an upwelling.
0: So, but you just there's just nothing built in. Like, to do with it? Can you imagine if this were somehow combined with the abilities on Karin God of the Storm, so like you actually would have facility to do something with extra mana? Yeah, it's. This is it's, just like.
1: Hoo-hoo. It's not. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a very great
0: card. Maybe three turns from now, I can cast Amracle. We're almost done with gold, hon. <laughs> like five more cards, hon. We're almost done. It's I mean, 11 o'clock. mystery woman. 11 o'clock. You can just rewind it. Give me a second, honey. Nyx Weaver. John Becker likes it. Yeah. Okay, next. Freak of God of Affliction. Hate this card. You
1: hate this card? I hate it. This card's so important, I think, actually. In block. In block.
0: In block, yeah. Because of the reanimation
1: stuff? Right, because of Whip of Erebos. And mostly just Whip of Erebos.
0: I just conceptually can't stand the fact that they get the creature.
1: But here's the thing. Also, the creature... But you can also you can also do it to your creatures yeah i get that and then you get constellation triggers because they're enchantment creatures
0: We haven't found like three constellation cards we like
1: i mean you can turn this into draw a card with eidolana blossoms that's true
0: i'm just i'm not hugely fan hugely i
1: I, I like this card a lot i mean
0: I, i think because because
1: it's also cheap it's three mana god well it's never gonna get online the, yeah,
0: there's no pips from the black and green snake and shaman creature tokens. Sure. Um, I hate this card. I, I understand that it's probably playable. It's just... I personally don't like it.
1: Like, your complaint about the other gods is that they cost five. Like, this costs three and actually like the actively other does stuff. stink. This one actively does
0: stuff. Like, something. Crufix is horrible. Karanos is underwhelming for a five. If, if you gave me that card at, like, three mana, I would be like, wow, this is the best card ever. It costs 5.
1: What about Revel of the Fallen God? Is this no, something you're going to play? Yeah. Storm Chaser, Chimera. 2-U-R uh, for a 2-3 Flying. And then it lets you scry one, reveal the top card of your library for another 4 mana. Moving on. Underworld Quainsmith.
0: Ooh, this is probably the best Constellation card in the set, right? Right.
1: Uh, I think Eidolon of Blossoms probably is, but we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, white Black for a 2-2. Two, two. Constellation, whenever... Underworld, Coyne Smith, or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control. You gain one life, and then you have white, black, pay one life. Each opponent loses one life.
0: So there's so many good things going on with this card. It's a 2-2 two, two for 2 already. Uh, when it comes into play, it has an excellent trigger, right? right. So it drains you for, for, two, for one, gain a life, and then it has actually an interesting ability. You just like drain both of us. Right. Um, but, you know... You just play it with whatever enchantments you want, and you defeat opponents. Like I think you know, playing this card and then following it up with the new Oblivion Ring would be a powerful, a powerful oh yeah, absolutely. Turn two, turn three, and then on turn four, playing Underworld Connections, getting another trigger, and then you know drawing right. a card. It like, those cards like weave beautifully into one right. another, and then also weaving it into a god. Right. So we have all this incentive to play to play permanents which are enchantments much much less vulnerable than creatures and but we're putting pips in play really going to be setting up for gods plus we're
1: playing we're probably almost certainly playing athreos god of passage here which is going to be make it very difficult for your opponent to just...
0: so, i actually don't think there's a huge huge natural progression from underworld coinsmith to athreos because The deck that I'm envisioning is mostly enchantments, not creatures. So what's Athrios giving us? He's
1: an enchantment.
0: He's just an enchantment but his abilities aren't But like the
1: ability for your opponent to just like wipe out your your creature base. Yeah. Like you get the you know, you you and you're exerting a lot of pressure on their life total with the coinsmith. So it becomes more difficult for them to pay for Athrios. So like it just like pins them in and like and and limits their out.
0: The one that the one that I thought might be a natural progression would be Underworld Coinsmith. Packrat uh, and then Afara. Sure. Right. So. Um,
1: so an Esper base. I
0: when I first had these thoughts, I didn't know about the new Oblivion Ring, so I thought that it'd be like a natural underworld Coinsmith smith into detention sphere, which gives us a justification to blue. Once right. that we're blue. We can play Afara, and then I really it just seems to me like Packrat Afara should be best friends.
1: Right.
0: Um, so you can create obviously cast a Pac-Rat on my turn, you get a trigger and make another rat on your turn, get a trigger for my next turn. It seemed like they should be good friends, and no one seems to have played them together. Uh, well, but- they,
1: I think the pack rat has become associated with mono-black devotion at this point. Yeah. And no one's playing it in, in another deck. So Let's let's do a quick review of which cards we save for gold, and then I'll let you okay. return to your normal <laughs> home life. Uh, so Johnny, Mentor of Heroes, Reluctant Keep.
0: We have to keep it, but I think it stinks.
1: <laughs> uh, Athreos got a passage. I like this one. Disciple of Deceit.
0: You like this I one. really
1: like this card a mm-hmm. lot. I think, I think the ability, this ability is very powerful.
0: It's a powerful ability, but I think that uh, being conjoined with having to be inspired is, eh. We haven't seen a huge amount of good I think inspired. I
1: think, I think this is a card that's going to let you, the fact that it lets you go get whatever card you need. I mean, or I
0: mean, within as research. a transmute, not yeah. as a tutor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Iris got a victory. You I think like it's
0: visible. playable. I'm just not a huge fan.
1: Keranos, you don't
0: like? I think it's playable. It just costs five. I like, don't really like the gods. But most of the most of the spots where you're gonna have Keranos, right? Like, Keranos are a symbol of the Legion. Sure. Keranos, I, I would rather have progno- Keranos
1: and a Symbol of the Legion. I would
0: rather have prognostic sphinx than, yeah. than Keranos. Uh
1: shockingly, there's no graphics here. That's <laughs> shocking yeah. to me. Farika got of, of a flexion though.
0: I understand where you're coming from. I really
1: like, and then Underworld Coinsmith.
0: Of the gold, I think I like Underworld Coinsmith the best.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, I think think it's very powerful. All right, so uh, we'll be back with more Red and Green next, but uh, in the meantime, I hope you're enjoying Journey into Nick's Preview.
0: Nix or Ixnay.
1: Nix or Ixnay. All right, for Michael J. Flores, this is Brian David Marshall, signing off.